0: Eleven to one with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, Gilmore's.ie, to see the amazing two 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 range of Mercedes Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow
2: us on Facebook and Instagram. LM. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazzle here. Good morning. You can get in touch on WhatsApp and text 0861800658. Let's start off with Kenny Loggins. Yeah, there's Kenny Loggins and Footloose kicking us off this morning. Hope you are doing well this Thursday morning. It's kind of, well, the sun's gone behind the cloud now. But, you know, it's slightly warmer, is it? Or am I just wishful thinking today? Oh, I'm just praying for nice, gorgeous, sunny weather. I was sitting out in the back garden yesterday, just letting that lovely sun beat down on me for a few minutes while I enjoyed, you know, a a split second of peace (laughs) in my afternoon. It was gorgeous. Long may it last. Long may it last. Something that's definitely seemed to be lasting in the, the public domain is this oh so horrible, oh so public trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and to be honest with you I was just in two minds today about whether I should speak about this at all but it's kind of everywhere and I think I'm going to take on board what Sarah Benson from Women's Aid said you know with regards to the conversation around this Um, there are people who have been through horrific uh, you know, domestic abuse um, both men and women uh, as she mentioned there you know, one in four women um, it's mostly, you know w- what we're seeing in terms of statistics but we can't ignore the fact that there are men who are victims of domestic violence as well and I have met victims of domestic violence in my line of work here and I'm very mindful of that do you know and I can I can only imagine you know, any time that there is conversation around this that there's, it's going to be triggering for them so To be honest, I'm just going to maybe stay away from it uh, because I've got a lot of different kind of feelings with regards to this trial. I think, you know, it's just been so awful, so horrible, so ugly, so, you know, there's it's just left an uneasy feeling with me, this whole thing. And I think either side of the debate, there's there's just arguments everywhere, isn't there? There's a lot of arguments everywhere in regards to this. And I think when you bring this conversation up with friends, a lot of arguments come out of it as well. So let's just put it to rest, I think. And I think let's just take on board what Sarah Benson said from Women's Aid, you know, that these conversations around very public trials like this, which domestic violence is at the heart of, it has to be triggering for people who are survivors for people who are currently going through an experience like this Um, so let's just take on board their feelings and how this might impact on them so I'm just going to put it to bed to be honest with you and just leave it at that now we have a lot of fun planned on the show today Uh, people who are fans of Murder She Wrote are in for a real treat because Tim Benzi, he is just brilliant. He is so so funny. He's an Australian playwright and self confessed super fan of Murder She Wrote. He is bringing a brilliant, hilarious sellout show to Anton Arts Centre in Dundalk this weekend. We're going to be chatting to him all about Murder She Wrote. If you have any mem- memories of Murder She Wrote and loving it, if you're a fan of Murder She Wrote, do get in touch with me on 086 1800 658. There's two people in my life that. <laughs> Big fans of Murder, She Wrote. A very good friend friend of mine. And also, Louise Walsh from the uh, Late Lunch programme. She's a big fan. Big fan of Jessica Fletcher. I mean, it was brilliant. Wasn't it a great series? It really, really was. If you have any memories to share of it, if you're a fan of it, let us know. I know that Tim will love to hear from you later on. 86 658
0: The best music mix around. Walk me
2: home in the There's Pink Walk Me Home on LMFM's 11 to 1 All this week I have partnered up with Sunny Day Furniture in Fork Hill We want to give you a gorgeous set of outdoor furniture that is worth a thousand euro I'm going to tell you how you can win just after these 11 to
3: 1
2: It's competition time Yes, the days are getting longer and sunnier, we're hoping. And to celebrate the season of being outdoors, I've teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture for kill They are located at Carrick Edmund Industrial Estate, Kilcurry, just 10 minutes from Newry and Dundalk. You can find all the details sunnydayfurniture.com. They offer top quality rat and garden furniture, barbecues, egg chairs, parasols, heaters, hot tubs, and much more. They want to give one of you a fantastic outdoor furniture set. So there's a lovely three-seater sofa. There's an armchair. There's a coffee table and footstool. It's all worth around €1,000. As well as that, the generosity doesn't stop there. Uh, Each finalist will win a gorgeous garden parasol worth over €150. So all this week, we're asking you about your holiday nightmare stories because when you go on holiday, it doesn't always go to plan. So what we're saying is, don't go on holiday. Enjoy your garden furniture sit outside in your your garden with the gorgeous sunny day furniture so we're asking about your holiday nightmares and this is on Facebook coming in from Garrodine our last holiday in Kalela the room was that small there was barely any room to move no joke and you had to walk sideways to manoeuvre I could barely fit my suitcase in it there were three beds pushed together no room to swing a cast. three of us in this tiny room what's worse this supposedly was an upgrade the cheek of the travel company never again I could have cried when we arrived tired and grumpy at 1am when we landed my husband and daughter glared at me they were like for flip's sake did you not read the reviews for the hotel sadly I did not it was a disaster squashed like sardines for a week there were more rows she says thankfully I now read the reviews before booking. This is what we're talking about. Holiday nightmare stories. You can send them on Facebook. We have a post there or you can send them 086 1800 658. We're going to pick another finalist towards the end of the show. (laughs) Maybe if I play songs with sun in the title, it might actually burst through those clouds. There's Picture House with sun burst. Now, round about this time on a Thursday, I like to give you my top TV recommendations. And this week we have a jockey, some cuckoos and some hot new singletons uh, to talk about because I've got some three great recommendations for you. So tonight on RTE1 at quarter past 10, Rachel Blackmore, a grand year. So this is a look at the jockey's rise to the pinnacle of horse racing and her historic success in 2021 which became the first woman to win the Grand National. So it features contributions from Rachel, her family, closest friends, as well as AP McCoy, Katie Walsh, Willie Mullins, Ruby Walsh and many, many more. So that is tonight on e one at a quarter past 10. It uh, looks uh, like really a nice, interesting look at her career. This is... Um, very intriguing and if you're into kind of dramas and if you're into a little bit of kind of supernatural stuff this one is for you it's called the midwich cuckoos and it's based on a novel i have a little trailer on the ready for you here it's on 9 p.m tonight on sky max and um it's yeah it's it's a tricky one basically um it's uh, set in the idyllic town of Midwich, along with a newly arrived couple who are trying for a baby. And this this kind of you know uh, this town is kind of voted best town to raise a family, that kind of thing. But then there's a freak power cut in which everybody falls unconscious, and all the women of childbearing age wake up pregnant. So it's a seven part drama. It'll take the same kind of sci-fi direction as the novel uh, from 1957, which it's based with psychotherapist Dr. Susanna Zellaby, Zelby, uh, played by Keeley Hawes, on a mission to get to the bottom of what is happening. So here's a little taster from the trailer of The Midwich Cuckoos. Because bad things will
0: happen.
3: This is 9.47, we've had a complete blackout. No communication in or out. We've got no idea what it is.
0: The way that I felt right after, I couldn't put it into words. It felt like
2: I was visited. looks really really good it does look really good so it's on uh, Sky Max uh, tonight at 9pm and of course I had to bring it up I know I know but it is back in our lives on Monday June 6th Love Island so the villa opens for the 8th series Um, again it's situated in Mallorca and uh, contestants will enter through a new giant chrome heart which sits outside the front of the building uh, to the front door of course Laura Whitmore will be back as well and also her uh, husband comedian and presenter Ian Sterling He's going to provide the comedic voiceover as well. The best part of the show, I think, is him. Uh, So this um, time, so we've got eight Islanders and we know that Dubliner Dammy Hope is going in there as well. And we also have, uh, for the very first time, the first uh, deaf contestant taking part in this as well. So it's going to be on Virgin Media 2 and on ITV 2 on Monday, June 6th at 9pm. And pretty much, isn't it kind of every night, I think, Monday to Friday anyway, uh, for the next couple of weeks. So (laughs) love it or hate it, it's back. Love Island. And there's my top three TV recommendations for you. There's Louis Capaldi. Hold Me While You Wait on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now hearing this might bring back memories for you. Ah. Yes. Here she is. She's back to solve another case. (laughs) Why is it they always die when she's around? I don't know. Jessica Fletcher is a big, big fan of Murder, She Wrote. And now... (laughs) Uh, the murder she wrote. Uh, so this is a hilarious show. It's called Solve a Long, Murder She Wrote. It's coming to Anton in uh, Art Centre in Dundalk at the weekend, and it's been created by Australian playwright and super fan Tim Benzi. I'm going to catch a word with him just after these. Eleven to one. Oh, as soon as I hear this music I'm transported back to watching the intrepid and let's be honest busybody Jessica Fletcher solve another murder I always tried to help her solve the case but it doesn't have the same effect from the comfort of your living room Now though we can actually be involved as a hilarious show Solve Along a Murder she wrote is coming to Dundalk this weekend The show has being created by Australian playwright and super fan of murder she wrote Tim Benzi. Critics are calling it delightfully entertaining madcap campy goodness I had to find out more about this. I'm delighted to have the wonderful creator of the show, Jim Benz- Tim Benzie, on the line with me now. How are you doing, Tim?
1: I'm really well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. What a lovely introduction. Thanks.
2: Oh, oh, I'm delighted to have you on the show because uh, and I have to say thank you so much because you are off a flight from Australia Uh, you were back home visiting. You probably are suffering a lot of jet lag at the moment so thanks a million for for agreeing to chat to me today. No worries. I love Jessica Fletcher and Meredith you going up. Now I was probably watching the reruns though because I think I was about eight when the show actually finished but I loved her. You were a super fan of Jessica so tell how were you actually introduced to Murder, She Wrote?
1: Well, I mean, I'm old enough to say that when I watched it, it was 15 when it was first aired on um, on TV uh, in suburban Brisbane. So, yeah, I, I kind of, when I, mean, I was a big fan of Agatha Christie, I'd read most of her books by the time I was like 14. And then uh, uh, Murder, She Wrote happened, and I was like, oh, God, this is amazing. So, yeah, so like a lot of people, I would watch it with my mum and dad and in the commercials, we'd try to talk about who we thought, who we thought had done it and... Yeah, that was, so live on TV is where I started for sure.
2: Oh, it's, yeah, it was it was iconic and she was iconic. She really was. Now, she had some mad cases to solve, you know. I was looking up some stuff today and I was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe I forgot this one. There was one episode where she thought her cousin was dead and essentially the cousin was actually Angela Lansbury playing the two characters. So she's <laughs> playing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, there was That's, mad stories. <laughs> Yeah, that single song of Murder, I've done that as a show as well. It's fantastic. I talk about her playing her identical twin cousin, Emma um uh, in 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 London so she kind of goes to London in one thousand nine hundred and eighty five <laughs> and um and music hall is still a thing, which I promise you was not still a thing, but clearly the writers have never been to london so yeah i 've done that episode i think it 's amazing yeah, there's there's a lot of fun stuff in there oh, my god oh
2: yeah there's yeah so many kind of crazy sort of storylines like this i what's kind of is there a memorable episode for you because you have watched these to death at this stage? is there yeah, a memorable yeah. episode that jumps out for you?
1: Yeah, I mean the one that I'm doing uh, on on the weekend is Broadway Melody, which which has got to be um, possibly my favourite. I think it's fantastic. She goes to New York City. Her nephew Grady gets a job as an accountant on a Broadway show, um, and and of course pretty soon there's a murder. Uh, so she so she goes over to visit. But it's got some actual Broadway stars in it uh, uh, in the episode as well. So it's, and it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. It's really funny, but um, but generally, but yeah, I've got lots of favourites. Oh my god, yeah.
2: And, like, as you say, you know, I mean, so many people die when Jessica Fletcher shows up. It's like, when you see that woman coming, like, leg at people because she's just, <laughs> someone's going to drop dead, you know what I mean?
1: Well, there there was a, um, uh, I think BBC Radio 4 did a, uh, uh, wrote a story a, a number of years ago that, that basically calculated that Cabot Cove has a higher murder rate than Honduras. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Somebody getting in touch she would not get through the week without at least one episode of Murder She Wrote or Midsummer Murders. That's another classic one as well. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah. Messages coming in, a lot of love for Murder She Wrote. Uh, now, but you have to admire Jessica. You know, she was she was always willing to put herself in harm's way, wouldn't she? Like, and she would kind of, you know, she'd sort of do anything to solve the case.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, look, an enormous part of the show is is her. You know, there were a number of episodes in season six and seven where she got a bit tired and she didn't kind of appear in the episode. Yes. You might remember those. She sort of turns to the camera and says, oh, hello, I'm writing my novel. And here's, here's the episode, which is about somebody else. <laughs> and audiences hated those of them. Yeah. Oh, and I will never, ever do one of those. But, but it really shows that like, the, the thing that people really love is her and that character. You know, it's really... And, and she's really tenacious. And, she, and she, basically, she cops a lot of sexism and ageism every episode. Yes. She's dismissed as an older woman and she basically just graciously uh, walks right through it and proves that they're the they're the usual detectives to be idiots and solves the yeah. crime. So, yeah.
2: I know, yeah. you're, to- you're totally right. I forgot about that aspect of it as well. So where did the idea then to create Solve along a murder she wrote come from?
1: Well, it just kind of popped into my head one day and I, and I thought, oh, that'd be funny. Like, what would that even be like? How would I make that work? <laughs> and um, so... So, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to try to kind of recreate, I guess, that experience when people are watching it with their, their grand or their mum and, and sort of try to recreate that, I guess, in some way uh, as a show. So, um, yeah, so uh, it's quite odd. The title came into my head and then I went, right, how do I make it work? Um, and then started at the very end of 2018. Uh, and a boom year in 2019, and then something it happened in 2020, and I yeah. that. But, but you know, <laughs> but listen,
2: that, was, that was a situation even Jessica Fletcher couldn't solve. Do you know what I mean? No, Absolutely exactly. Not. No, and and like this show is getting such rave reviews; it's selling out all over the place. And you even have the official stamp of approval, don't you, from the actual uh, people behind
1: the, the series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was when I, mean, I had the title in my head, and then I thought, right, I need to ask permission to do this. So it took about six months to find the the proper um, the person that kind of owns it. You know, the, the because it's a, a bit of a strange. People don't realise this, I think, but you know, there's no library to say who owns the rights to the movie, and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the company that first made it. So, but eventually I found them, and I <laughs> I said I want to do this, and they said okay. So now I pay a license fee every every year for the episode. So. Um, yeah, I've got, got their approval. I don't know if Angel Ma- Dame Angel Fansby has seen um, <gasps> or heard of my yeah. show. I don't know. That would be amazing. But uh, I, I don't know.
2: Well, but, though, Tim, you, cou- you yeah. could be a man that could solve a case as well because I did hear a little uh, murmuring about you that you actually were a detective on a Disney show, weren't you?
1: Yes! <laughs> in my 20s, I did this crazy thing for uh, a show called Studio D in Australia, which was a kind of an afternoon show for, for kids, you know, it's basically they showed commercials and in between, not show commercials, they showed Disney cartoons and, and in between these two hosts, you know, um, introduce these crazy little performers. So, yeah, briefly, I, I performed as Detective Tim, uh, <laughs> on this Disney show. Look, if anyone out there, I don't know if this doesn't exist on YouTube, <laughs> but, um, it's, it's gotta be out there somewhere. But, yeah, there is me, uh, in a trench coat and a, and a magnifying glass giving fun facts about ants and dinosaurs and unicorns and stuff for kids. Yeah, Love it. I doing.
2: So you do have the detective coat and you have the wig and you have the whole shebang. You, <laughs> have, you even have the jogger suit and the towel <laughs> as part of this act as well. Now, I don't want to ruin too many surprises, but uh, give us an idea of what's going to happen on, on Saturday night in Anthem right. Theatre.
1: Right, okay. So first of all, you don't need to have seen the episode before. It doesn't matter if you have seen the episode before, that's fine. Um, you'll be introduced to the fame where we rank the guest stars from most famous to least famous. And then at some point, when somebody dies, the suspiciometer will be unveiled, and everyone gets a J.B. Fletcher paddle. Um, and I don't want to give too much away, but it's, uh, it becomes at some point incredibly interactive for the entire show so you're going to have a great time even if you remember who the killer is you'll have a good time I promise
2: yeah I've seen Bye. the videos and the audiences are shaking oh, things balloons different things that uh, go on and shouting out stuff it looks absolutely brilliant it's very much audience participation uh, so you know the show's travelled all over the world you are coming to Dundalk on Saturday night I mean you must be thrilled with the success I mean, it just goes to show you that there's still a huge fan base for Je- Jessica Fletcher and Murder She Wrote
1: Oh, I mean, I'm delighted. I mean, I, I mean, I, you, you know, they always say you should kind of write the book or create the work of art, not this is the work of art, but create something that you would want to read, you know, that you yeah. would want to go to. So I feel I've just created this show that I think I would, you know, that's what I'd love to go and do. So it's a total joy and it's really good fun. I mean, I just, I, I still pinch myself sometimes that I've managed to create something which has me to share my love of this, yeah, you know, this crazy show. And yes, there's a lot of fans out there. I mean, I call them it. <laughs> <And love> <laughs> there, there are people that come to every show. There are people that come dressed up. You don't oh, have to I come dressed us. up, but but at one show, uh, five uh, friends came to the audience, all dressed as different versions of Jessica Fletcher. Like oh, you know? Now you like, see,
2: they're my kind of yeah. people. Yes. I yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so <clears throat> up is very much encouraged but you don't have to if you don't want to. Tim, you it's exactly the, the, the kind of escapism and, and fun we need. It really is. I wish you the best of the luck with the rest of the tour. Thank you so, so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Thanks a so million.
2: Much. Tim Benzie there. It's called Solve Along a Murder, She Wrote. It's on on Saturday on Thawne Art Centre in Dundalk. Full details and ticket bookings and all the rest on Thorn.ie. 11 to 1. Now, time to go back in time. And today, Queen Elizabeth popping up in the Northeast Update. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator
0: Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient
2: home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1953, the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II in Westminster Abbey in London, in England. She's now the only British monarch uh, to be celebrating 70 years on the throne. That's all those celebrations taking place this weekend. And today, oh, this is a great day, leave the office earlier day. So who doesn't dream of leaving the office earlier in time to enjoy the afternoon? Well, this is a great incentive for employees to complete tasks before schedule, try and get out the door and go home sooner. So leave the office earlier day tonight. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect
0: home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dog showrooms. Discover
2: more at senatorwindows.ie
1: Last night I thought I was dreaming
4: There's
2: things like There's Westlife with Dynamite on LMFM's 11 to 1. Getting back to some of your holiday stories. All this week, we are giving you the chance to win a gorgeous set of outdoor furniture it's a three seater sofa armchair coffee table and footstool worth around a thousand euro that's all with thanks to sunny day furniture here's Yvonne Kelly with her holiday nightmare story I was 18 heading away on my first holiday without family I was bursting with excitement never flown before felt so important flying top class as I thought I was wearing my best summer dress new floppy hat and learned a new few Spanish phrases for the Jose and Wands I was hoping to meet I felt a million dollars right arrived at the airport for my flight. Uh, Travellers checks the whole shebang. Nothing was going wrong, I thought. Arrived at the check in desk uh, for the steward to tell me that the flight was gone since 7 am. She'd arrived at 7 pm for the flight. Oh my god. She said uh, they, they have to wait two days for a standby. She had to pretend to family and friends who were anxious to hear from me that I'd arrived. Uh, so she had to pretend that she'd arrived. <laughs> Already. I felt such an idiot. I misread the ticket. When I eventually arrived, I had the time of my life two days later. Later. Taught me a lesson. Read the 24 hour correctly, she says. This is what we're looking for. Holiday Disaster Stories 086 1800 658. Going to take a break for news. We're back with tips on how to keep your pets cool in the heat with Vet Hazel Mullins and lots more besides. 11 to 1. O-M. O-M. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. That's Coldplay Viva La Vida. You can get in touch with me on 86 658 I have doubled the competitions for you today, I do. You might remember yesterday's programme, Belinda Davids, an incredible talent that she is. Oh my god, she sounds exactly like Whitney Houston. You know, close your eyes and it's Whitney Houston, really and truly. Actually, don't even close your eyes because she looks really like her as well. She's incredible. She's bringing her uh, her her, her uh, show The Greatest Love of All to Draudas TLT. Uh that's happening on June the 9th and it is a show not to be missed, particularly if you're Whitney Houston I have a couple of pairs of tickets up for grabs today. If you'd like to go along, all you have to do is tell me the missing word in this famous Whitney Houston song. I will always blank you. (laughs) I will always blank you. What is that missing blank? 086 1800 658 don't forget to put your own details on it as well. You can get all the details about this show at thetlt.ie. So I will always blank you. Tell me that missing word, and you could be going along to see Belinda Davids. It is a show not to be missed. 086 1800 658. Now, time to check in with the world of celebrity.
0: The Buzz on
2: LMFM. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now
0: and take us with you everywhere you go.
3: Hi, I'm Louise. Kate Bush has been given a new lease of life in the music charts thanks to Stranger Things. Her track, Running Up That Hill, features heavily in season four of the Netflix show. The song has gone viral on social media and it's Spotify's fourth most streamed song worldwide. Rachel Zegler is going to star in the new Hunger Games prequel. The West Side Story actress will play Lucy Gray in The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is the adaptation of Suzanne Collins' best-selling novel. The movie is due out in November next year. Liam Payne has revealed he and Louis Tomlinson hated each other when they were in One Direction the singers told Logan Paul's podcast they're best friends now but almost came to blows while in the band he also says there are many reasons why he dislikes Zayn Malik who left the group but also many reasons why he'll always always be on his
1: side you know what like I say I wasn't used to like rowdy guys and whatever else and like were were the boys rowdy? like Louis was wild Louis was wild and he wanted to be wild and that's his spirit and also he's my best mate now but in the band we hated him each other like to come to blows, hate each other like wow. he was like it was close there's many reasons why I, I i dislike zayn and there's many reasons why i'll always always be on his side
3: that's the buzz on louise <laughs> the buzz
0: on lmfm
2: with thanks to the lmfm app download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go getting back to our weekly competition now the days are getting longer, and we really just want the sun to come out. And to celebrate the season of being outdoors, I've teamed up with Sunny Day Furniture for Kill. They are located exactly at the Carrick Edmund Industrial Estate, Kilcurry, ten minutes from Newry and Dundalk. And you can find all the details out about them on SunnyDayFurniture.com. They offer top quality and garden furniture, barbecues, egg chairs, parasols, heat- heaters, very important in Ireland, and hot tubs, and much more. They want to give you a three-seater sofa armchair coffee table and footstool worth around a thousand euro we're going to give away that at the end of the week but every finalist each day will win a gorgeous garden parasol worth over 150 euro so you know holidays they don't go as planned so this year instead of jetting off at all we're going to just sit outside in our gorgeous garden furniture with courtesy of sunny day furniture but we are asking you to tell us your holiday disaster stories for your chance to win this is from Bernie 86 800 658. My first holiday, I was 9 or 10 years old, went my sister went, went with my sister and family to a caravan at the lake, all going well, everyone happy. I was watching everyone diving in from the lake from a platform and swimming off, so I thought I'd do the same. It looked easy. Got up, dived in, but I didn't swim off. Had to be hauled out. There was a row. Everyone was bundled up. We went home. I was never brought with them again. That was my first uh, last holiday till I got married over 50 years ago. I still can't swim, but God knows I Tried says Bernie. Oh, Bernie! Oh my god. What about this one as well? Not sure who this is from. Uh, do you put your names on them as well, please? We were camping in Killarney, fierce thunder and lightning and rain that went with it. The tent flooded. Our son was lying in a pool of water, all the clothes, everything soaked through. This is what we're talking about. Holiday disaster stories. Did you miss your flight? Did you forget the passport? Was your passport out of date and you couldn't fly? Were you stuck in a queue in Dublin Airport? Did you arrive and your room was tiny? This is the kind of things we're looking for. 086 1800 658. Eternal Flame on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now... We know that it's not exactly heatwave weather out there but we're praying that the heat might arrive and we have to have some, you know, top tips for keeping our cats and our dogs, our pets nice and safe in the heat. Hazel Mullins from Highfield Veterinary Clinic is with us after these. The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series
0: Brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Navin. Watch out for their new state-of-the-art pet hospital. Opening soon in Beachmount Home Park, Navin. For appointments call four six nine oh double two four eight seven.
2: It's time to return to our regular vets and their pet series in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Beachmount Home Park in Navin, and I'm delighted to have our vet Hazel Mullins on the line. This week we are discussing the effect of heat on our dogs and cats. How are you doing, Hazel? I'm great Sinead, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, I think we're dreaming a bit of heat now uh, with this topic because it's not exactly like heat wave situation just yet but we, it's best to be prepared, isn't that it? Well, I know,
5: I've heard good things about the weekend though but okay. you know how Erin can sometimes get it wrong as well yes. so we just have to be prepared and look at some point over the summer I I hope we will get some sort of nice heat and good weather and I think it's just it's a wonderful time, but I just think we just need to be, more, like, aware that actually heat and our pets don't really go well together. So we just need to be um, aware of the signs of heat stroke and also how to prevent it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically, so dogs are, I'll, I'll kind of start on dogs and kind yeah. of go through that, because they're slightly different signs, but generally the first aid is the same. And so dogs, gen- dogs and cats, they have a, temp- a, a normal temperature of about 38.5 can go up to kind of 39 normally but once it creeps up past 40 into the 41 bracket we are looking at actual you know organ damage even fatal um consequences yes Mm -hmm. so even with ourselves hypothermia basically that you get really really like your cells overheat and they get damaged so it's really important to prevent that so actually we, we we all know about dogs and cars being very dangerous and i'll talk about that in a minute but actually exercising during, um, during hot weather with your, with your dog is very dangerous as well. And actually, they've done a study that 74% of cases seen in the UK actually were from, uh, of heat stroke, were from actually um, exercise induced during, during a, a hot period. So um, being outside just generally, um, even, you know, some, some dogs, and, and especially cats, they can be real sun worshippers, oh, just yeah. being outside and not being in the shade and maybe falling asleep outside and not being, you know, accessible to water as well. And then trapped in a hot car is another one. And actually, they don't actually need that long in a car. And it, I know a lot of the time that, that we hear about these fatalities in cars, the owners, you know, it's not intentional. It, mm. It's uh, very accidental. And it, it, it can take as, as, as little as 10, 15 minutes for, wow, okay. you know, for, for dogs really to get quite sick. So because they're breathing, they pant. They don't sweat. Like me and you, um, they sweat um, only from their nose and from their paws. So they have very few sweat glands. So dogs find it very difficult to cool down, whereas we can sweat. We can we can um, adjust our temperature um, naturally. Whereas dogs need to pant then to um, cool down. But that panting, that that air that they're panting out is actually really really warm. So it's it's thirty eight, thirty nine degrees. And then it's also 100% humidity. So if you think if they're in a car, all the windows are closed, that can get very, very warm in that car very quickly. Uh, so this is why it happens so quickly.
2: And, and so you've, you've outlined a couple of the dangers there to look out for. Mm-hmm. In terms of, you know, say how we can prevent it in the first place. Well, the mm-hmm. obvious situation in the car is to not have them in there, maybe at all or for very long. Mm-hmm. And obviously windows open. Is there any other scenarios where we can prevent this?
4: So
5: I think exercising our dogs, um, we need to just think that oh, it's a lovely day. I'm going to take my dog for a walk, and yes, it's a lovely idea. But you know, uh, it, it it probably is too hot to be exercising them during during the kind of midday heat. Even into the you know, you'd want to be taking them out as as it cools down in the evening, perhaps after nine ten o'clock. You know, that kind of time, or very mm-hmm. early in the morning. If you want to go and give them a bit of exercise, to be honest, dogs like collies and you know these really high energy dogs even getting toys like um, puzzle toys and things to keep them occupied while they're kind of maybe being a little bit confined indoors in the shade um, can kind of keep their mind occupied. And also um, just making sure when you do go on walks that you have water, a bottle of water with you and maybe one of those pop-up um, uh Hands, you know, dog yes. bowls—they're very handy as well. And making sure that you just you're not going in the midday heat. Also, the the roads. I know I've mentioned this before on oh, the yes, radio the about about yeah. the road and the tar, and also sand. You know, like you know, in the sand if, on a beach, you might think, oh, I'll go to the beach. It'll be lovely and breezy. But actually, the sand could be really, really hot. And because their paws are so sensitive, they can get bad burns on their paws from hot surfaces so they say there's there's this kind of saying that if you can put your hand down and leave it down for seven seconds and not take it away it's probably okay but any if you if you have to if you if you can't leave your hand on the ground for seven seconds it's probably too hot for your dog too
2: yeah very good test yeah very good test so what are the the signs and symptoms then say you know Mm -hmm. the worst has happened the dog Mm -hmm. has overheated what signs are we looking out for then this excessive panting would it be
5: Yes, um, so panting excessively and uh, drooling from the mouth, foaming from the mouth. If you look at their gums, they're usually really red. They could be shaking. They could be very um, unaware of their surroundings, a little bit, you know, gone neurological, just not, not knowing where they are. They could even go into seizuring, vomiting, diarrhea, confusion. Any like, They're quite, you know, similar symptoms to heat stroke in humans, but okay. they're just they're, they're very, um, I suppose, uh, obvious and intense these signs. So cats then have slightly different signs. So panting in cats was probably never a good sign because they're should they should, they're not they're not uh, like dogs. They don't. Uh, so panting, you know, your cat is panting. They sometimes can have nosebleeds as well. Mm-hmm. They can also get very disorientated. And cats, uh, they don't like to drink a lot. I know we've discussed this as well, yeah. um, Sinead, that it's hard to get them to drink. It's because they kind of originate from a desert that they, they don't... You know, they're not like dogs, they don't, need to drink. They don't drink a lot of water, but they, they do like, I think, having lots of different types, maybe, of water bowls and also running water is great for cats Um, if you get one of these fountains during, oh, during yeah, the summer. Yeah. Because they love running water and they love maybe some cats like porcelain bowls, if you keep the bowl of water maybe away from the food as well and away from the litter tray. I know, like, we could talk all day about cats, but yeah, they're very unusual animals. and They like <laughs> their... little <their>,
2: behaviours, yes. <laughs> they like their little
5: behaviours. So making sure that we're thinking about our cats as well, and anyone with any white cats, just to be aware, yeah. you know, the tips of their ears as well, they're very sensitive to the sun, so a bit of sun cream on the tips of their ears and on the tips of their nose as well, just because they can get these squamous cell carcinomas from the sun very easily. So if you've got any white skin on the ears or on the nose, it is. it is... I know it sounds a little mad, but... Uh, a little sun cream on the ears if they can tolerate
2: it. And the best of luck trying to catch the cat to do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what about, uh, t- you mentioned temperature there for, for the dog. What about cat's temperature? And also, how does mm-hmm. one check a cat's temperature?
5: So, um, unfortunately, it is like in the in the vets, it would be a temperature up the bum. Oh, lovely. Um, so, you know, you mightn't get to do that, but it is, it, they're pretty much the same as, as dogs, 38.5. And, you know, like, cats they love to lay out in the sun and sometimes they forget to move and and really it is if you see them lying out and it's a really hot day maybe even trying to encourage them inside um even you know even making them you know house cats for a while when it's really really hot in the yeah. middle of the middle of the day because they do just lay out and they forget to move and then they get very dehydrated because they're not big drinkers anyway so then they get dehydrated and then it all starts and the vicious circle starts um, and yeah just be aware that cats can also get heat struck
2: Yeah because um, like our our pair well the youngest guy he loves to go and so maybe try and curtail that if we know it's going to be yeah. a very hot day try and keep him in uh, yeah. and in the shade for a little while mm-hmm. um, So Hazel is there anything else that we should take on board when it comes to the heat and our pets? Yeah I think just to be aware of just one or a couple of first aid bits so
5: yeah. if you do find your dog or cat like this stay calm Take them indoors or into a shady area, maybe a cool shed or something. Get them a drink of water. Don't give them icy water because icy water will actually shock them. And Mm -hmm. don't throw a bucket of icy water on them or anything like that. Make sure you have tepid, cool water and even put it into um, a spray can and spray their feet, spray their skin under their their tummies because if you just spray their fur, it's not going to do much. It needs to get onto their skin. And maybe just lie them on a wet towel. Try not to put wet towels over them because it can overheat them if the, the towel starts to dry out. And yeah, just stay away from icy, kind of really, really cold and then contact your vet immediately because organ damage, they could need to put be put on a drip. But for first aid, try get them cool. Fans are really good as well. If anyone has one of those Dyson fans or any of these fans that everyone invested in the last heat yes. wave, get the fans on them as well. And um, yeah, just just stay calm, call the vet and they'll be able to talk
2: you through things as well. Really great tips. Hazel, as always, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem, Sinead. It's a pleasure. Highfield.ie if you want more information on that. If you have any questions for our vets, please do get in touch with us. Info at lmfm.ie is the best place to reach us. Now, we're going to take a quick break and after that, Harry Styles. 11 to 1. Love that one, Harry Styles, as it was on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, yeah. We're getting back to our competition. We've teamed up all this week with Sunny Day Furniture there at Carrick Edmund Industrial Estate Kilcurry, Ten minutes from Newry and Dundalk. You can find out all the details at sunnydayfurniture.com. We want to offer one lucky winner at the end of the week, a fantastic outdoor furniture set. Comprising of a three-seater sofa, armchair, coffee table, and footstool, it's worth around a thousand euro. And every day, a finalist will win a gorgeous garden parasol as well, worth hundred and fifty euro. And I am joined on the line now by Stephanie Rice. And, Doc, how are you doing, Stephanie? I'm not too bad. How are you? I am great. Tell us your holiday disaster story. <laughs> yeah, but so it was a couple
4: of years ago now. But myself and my partner, we were um, travelling in Southeast Asia for a couple of months before we moved away to Australia. And you know the way in a relationship, I think there's always one person that is the planner and oh, the organiser yeah, yeah. and looks after everything. So that's me. And then Cahill is the one that just shows up and asks, <laughs> OK, where are we going? So I had everything booked, organised, planned. I looked after accommodation, all of that. And um, the, the trip was going great. You know, we'd would we done a couple of uh, countries and then Cahill started giving out anyway that, yeah. I never gave him any responsibility with the, <laughs> okay, okay. the, the booking, So I said, okay, fair enough. Um, we still had flights to book. We were in Singapore at the time, and we had to book flights from Singapore to Bali, and then from Bali on to Australia. That was the end of our Southeast Asia trip. And uh, so he said, grand, right, yeah, I'll book them. So that was fine. Um, and then we went to the airport in Singapore to check in and... At the desk, and um, the the lady, she said, "No, I, I can't, I can't find your book in here." Oh God! And yeah, he started to sweat, and he had the phone out, looking for the book, and he's like, "No, no, no, I booked it, I booked it, I, booked it, I have it here, I have it here." And um, anyway, when he gave her the details. It turns out he had booked the flight for the wrong year. Oh, Cahill, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. he had booked it a whole year later then. A whole year later than what it was meant to be. Yeah, I don't know how he managed to do that, but that's what he had done. Oh my God. So what yeah, did you do? So, you had like massive fees then to pay? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we, we had to pay, I can't remember, that was a few hundred anyway, oh, 200 God. euro. And the next available flight then to book was the next morning. Um, and I think the original flight was an evening flight. We ended up sleeping in the airport that night. We just stayed there um, on the floor, basically. I had a few tears. He was afraid to look at me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I'd it wasn't the best night. <laughs> <laughs> but then, what happened after that? Because yeah. there was another part to this. Yeah, so
4: the next morning, anyway, we were getting ready then for the the rebooked flight. And I was starting to come round and see the funny side of it. I was laughing, saying, oh, sure, of course, one time I let you do something, you have to mess it up, and then he choked, oh, God, I hope I I booked the second flight okay as well, imagine I messed that up, and then I just looked at him, and I was like, God, we have to check this, so the second flight was Bali to Australia, and we went and looked, and sure, of course, he had. Mess that one up as well.
2: <laughs> so oh, that was another few hundred euro. And yeah, Cahill, so, Cahill, yeah. never again will you be giving it up when no, it comes to never holidays. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what, Stephanie? I can tell you that you are our finalist for today. You've got the gorgeous garden parasol that's worth the 150 oh, euro. And stay listening tomorrow because we could be pulling out your name for the lovely garden furniture. And listen, you won't have to go anywhere if you get that oh word. That's fantastic <laughs> oh thank you so much that's you're are nice so welcome thank so Scott has kind of rescued the day with his uh, messed up plans because it's gotten you something oh, out man. of yeah, it yeah yeah he has yeah <laughs> he few years later yeah thank you so much <laughs> Stephanie Rice there our finalist for today listen there's a reason why women organise everything I tell you Oh call, oh Carl! you won't be given a job to organize anything again, that is for sure. Don't worry, we do have another chance for you to win on tomorrow's show too, so do keep your stories coming in. 86 1800 658 LMFM Job Search with thanks to
0: LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on
2: LMFM.ie Speaking of jobs, RD Coach Trim Limited requires experienced HGV mechanics and a graphic designer to join their team. Please send your CV to Patricia. She's HR at rdcoachtrim.com Downey Furniture Design requires a carpenter slash cabinet maker with two years experience. Please email Design at gmail.com Sky Handling Partner Dublin Airport are recruiting full-time baggage handling agents. You can apply to jobs at shp.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search
1: Shakira, Shakira, I really knew
2: There's Shakira, Hips Don't Lie on LMFM's 11 to 1. More competition winners because I can tell you Kelly Smith not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, and also Paula Macdonald I know you're in Drogheda you were going along to Belinda David sings all of Whitney Houston's greatest hits in The Greatest Love of All and the TLT I was looking for the word love and lots of you getting it right on 086-1-80-658. 800 so congratulations to you Now uh, last year we teamed up with the Louthmeath branch of Down Syndrome Ireland for a wonderful campaign called Pound the Pavements this year for the month of June we've teamed up with them once again and we are encouraging you to run, walk, jog, crawl it doesn't matter but we want you to sign up and get involved in this I'm going to be chatting to Anne Farrell uh, Fallon sorry, Ann Fallon she is uh, from the Laidmeath branch of Down Syndrome Ireland we're going to be finding out all about this just after these 11 to 1 O-M. Running, walking, jogging, crawling it doesn't matter how you do it but we want you to pound the pavements for a great cause. This month we've teamed up with Down Syndrome Loudmeath Branch for their Pound the Pavement campaign which is running until the 30th of June and we're asking you to walk, run or jog 21 kilometers over the few weeks and help raise vital funds for the Loudmeath Branch of Down Syndrome Ireland so they can continue to provide great services for those that need it in our community. Joining me now to tell us more about this is Anne Fallon. She's a voluntary parent with the Meads branch of Down Syndrome, Ireland. How are you doing, Anne? Hi, good, thanks. And delighted that LMFM are behind us again this year, Sinead. Oh, we are thrilled to be supporting this campaign again this year. But remind us, what is the Pay in the Pavement all about?
6: Well, a little bit like most charities during COVID, we were very restricted in what we could do events-wise. So last year, we came up with Pay the Pavement and it was such a success. We decided to run it again. So really, it's People getting out, I suppose, it's a virtual event and either running or walking or whatever they might do in 21 kilometres. So, for example, I'd be going out with my Gaelic from Mother's and Other's team in the Wolf Tones and we'd be doing the draw at a Camino. And then somebody else might just do a kilometre a day or maybe a couple of jogs a week. So it, it's really down to the person.
2: Very good. Fair play to you, the Boyne Camino. I've yet to do it. I know for my shame I've yet to do it. So this is a great way to get me out doing this. And the 21 yeah. kilometres is, is very significant. Can you explain the significance around this now?
6: Yeah, well, typically we're all born with 46 chromosomes, so two copies of 23 chromosomes. But uh, for people with Down syndrome, they're born with three copies of chromosome 21. And actually, medically, it's called trisomy 21. So you'll notice a lot of things to do with Down syndrome will have uh, significance around 21. So even World Down syndrome day is the 21st of March, 20, 2103. So everything is kind of to do with three copies and chromosome 21. So that's why it's 21 yeah. kilometers. Um, over 21 days, from the 1st of June to the 21st of June.
2: Lovely, but people can do it kind of right up until the end of the month, can't Of course. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And
6: actually, that's what happened last year, and it was really good. It, it nearly got off more mid to the end of June, and, and and even after that, and people were contacting us saying, oh, you're a local branch, and not just a national branch, you know, so it really helps people in the, in the locality. So uh, people got behind us in all sorts of different events then.
2: Absolutely. and Down Syndrome Ireland is such a wonderful organisation doing really vital work in the community. Tell us more about the services that they offer.
6: Yeah, well, there's many. And I suppose if we talk about our branch, there's things for there's actually um, the adults with Down Syndrome have formed their own committee in the Mead branch. and, And there's actually branches around the country looking at doing such a good job. They have a regional advisory group. We have drama groups, social groups. Um, and then we have a really, really um, a fantastic service, which is an early intervention service for those from one to five, where a teacher goes out to all of the kids from one to five in the need area and uh, every second week and does early intervention with them. And particularly at the minute where there is no services from the HSE, since they tra- transferred over from a thing called Progressing Disabilities, and it's... Anything but progressing disabilities, unfortunately. So there's a lot of our parents, including myself, who have no services from the state since last September. That means no, like, speech and language, no physio. And now we're getting this early intervention, or have been, and it's just even more vital now that we get the early intervention service for free for every member that's in that category in the Loud area.
2: And as you mentioned there, you're a parent of a child with Down syndrome. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's that like? You know, it's, it's, it's I, I, no doubt, uh, extremely rewarding, but presents its own challenges as well for you, Anne? Yeah, well, I suppose most of the challenges have been medical, really, rather Mm. than anything else for us and for our personal
6: circumstances. And we're over a lot of the the major medical kind of hurdles, I suppose, now that he's three and a half. And so we're just watching him thrive now. But of course, there'll be all sorts of developmental delays. But we're kind of, there's there's expectations around that. So um, there's no big surprises. So we're just delighted to see any kind of bit of development or positive development. And a lot of that actually comes from the the early intervention and particularly from the teacher showing us what he can do.
2: That's incredible, isn't it? And as you say, this early intervention is vital and this is what you want to kind of continue. This is where all the funds are going to. You know, the local branches uh, of Down syndrome, Ireland, really, they are vital for the likes of yourselves.
6: Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're sure we have ed- education uh, programs for the adults and the kind of teenage members as well who are looking at the other end, which is the uh, independence and the job seeking, all, all of that. So, and, and never mind just the camaraderie between, I suppose, families and, and then the, the adults and the teenagers making friends with each other as well. So it's a, it's a huge social thing as well as everything else. But the funds help the education programs, including the early intervention and the adults and everything around that. So, yeah, it's um, it's vital, really. And I suppose when people hear it's actually the Loudoun Meat Branch You know, because sometimes we give things to different national charities, but there's something
2: nice about giving to your local charity. So it's, um, yeah, it's very good. Yes, you're so right. It, It is when you can see firsthand where exactly the money is going and the impact that it's having for families like yourselves. So how can we sign up to this to take part then, Anne? Yeah, so we're going with My Run
6: Results again this year. So you can go on to My Run Results and just search virtual events. And there's probably not as many virtual events this year as there was in the previous years. And you'll see Pound the Pavements. And it's €10 for one person and individual to register. And you can buy t-shirts as well if you want, but you don't have to. And it's €20 for a family to register. And then if people don't want to do the event or don't want to register that way, they can actually go on to donate. Um, to donate, and we have a Pen the Pavements um, page there. And the easiest way maybe to get all of those links is probably either to go onto the LMFM page or yeah. to go onto our website. We have a page on our website, which is DSI DSILMB, stands for Need Branch. So ie, and it's forward slash Pen the Pavements.
2: Well, Anne, I'm wishing you all the best of luck this year. I've no doubt it'll be well supported. Thank you so much for joining me today. No problem and thank you for all your support. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. Happy to do it. Happy to do it. Anne Fallon there. We will be talking about this straight the month of June. Pound the Pavements. If you want to sign up, if you want to get more information, you will find it on lmfm.ie or as Anne says there, dsilmb.ie. That's where all of the details are. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you to all my guests and thank you so much for your company as always. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Have a great day. 11 to
3: 1. L-M.